Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Boyfriend Proof Podcast. This is your host, Monica Asmi. I'm so happy to have created a platform for everyone to share their stories. I have a great lineup of guests who are ready to share their hashtag Boyfriend Proof story on this podcast. And before I introduce our guests for today, don't forget to follow Boyfriend Proof Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to be a guest on the next episode and you have a relationship story that you want to share, please send me a DM or of course, if you want to stay anonymous, you can send me an email of your story to read on the show. My email is boyfriendproofpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to have you guys on my show. So today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. Her name is Roxy Marie. She's the host of One Girl's Problems podcast where she creates a community for women and talks about different topics, whether that's body positivity, dating, mental health, and so much more. Hi, Roxy. Hi. So I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited because I just love your show and your podcast. And thank you so much for reaching out. Your fairly new recent episode about like going on a date with one of your guy friends was so interesting to listen to just because like I could totally understand all the feelings that you were going through. So like, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Yeah, of course. So I am 21 years old and I just barely started this podcast back in July And I honestly just like was laying in bed one day and was just like, I, I need, I feel the, just this need to be able to talk about all these things that I've gone through. Cause I know that there's other people out there. And so then that's when I came up with the idea of one girl's problems, because even though they may be my problems, I know that I'm not just one girl who's experiencing this. So that's kind of what started the whole idea for my podcast. Yeah, I love it. And your episodes are like mostly solo episodes, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I was listening to a few of them, I was just like, because you're just kind of like in your own vibe. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm talking to her right now. It was like so crazy. That's so amazing. That makes me so happy. So thank you. Yeah. Um. And so like after listening to like a few of your episodes on your podcast about your previous relationships and like, for example, your first love story, kind of like take us back to a relationship of yours, like kind of paint us a picture of the situation, like what happened, what went down. Well, I sat and I really contemplated on one of my stories that just would really kind of a lot of people could maybe relate to. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought of this relationship that I had back in high school. And even though like, cause I had like my really weird first love story experience. And then I actually like this guy that I knew in high school, he was kind of like my first relationship and it was just really bizarre that's the only word I can use for it. Right. Like, so it started, um, like right as the semester had changed and this was in my senior year of high school. And so I was in a ceramics class with a bunch of my friends and I just knew that like this guy was also in one of my other classes and I kind of thought he was cute, but like, I didn't really like, you know, just kind of sort of vibed with him, but 
I also, which I had mentioned this in one of my other episodes that I just, at that point in my life, I challenged myself to try and see if I could like get somebody to like want to date me or Mm -hmm. something like that, just to kind of validate myself. So that was something that I tried to do in that relationship. So I kind of like just started talking to him and we'd flirt back and forth and I really enjoyed going to class because I liked being able to see him. And I ended up finding out that he had a girlfriend, which should have been a huge red flag for me because I was like, so you're sitting here flirting with me back and forth, but you have a girlfriend that like nobody knew about. Right. And because how I even found that out was I was talking about like this upcoming dance and I was like oh like are you gonna ask anybody he's like yeah I'm gonna ask my girlfriend and I was oh like, that's what? So awkward I know it was so awkward I was like oh okay and so then like I kind of just backed off a little bit because I was like obviously like whatever but He still was just very flirty, even throughout that whole thing. And I remember this one time that we were sitting there doing some kind of project and he started talking about like how beautiful my eyes are. And I'm like, dude, that's not something that you say to another girl if you're in a relationship. Right. So I should have had like siren bells going off at this point, like stay away from him. But yeah, I didn't do that. And you were just like letting the flirting happen or were you just constantly just like shutting it down I was because like I said I was trying to like validate myself in a way and so I was kind of just letting it happen I kind of liked the attention but now I'm like I look back and I'm like oh my gosh like what were you doing and yeah and so anyway he ended up like because I had started talking to him and we kind of formed this like weird friendship in like January of my senior year and then it came down to May right before graduation and he broke up with his girlfriend (laughs) and so then I kind of just was like okay like whatever like it's not really going anywhere you know we're just friends and I like his personality and stuff and so then he ended up getting my number through a mutual friend and texted me and was like, Hey, like, I don't have a ride to school today. Like, can you come pick me up? And I was just like, which of course, at that point, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like he has my number now. Like, yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. But at the same time, Yeah. So anyway, we kind of just started like he started being a lot more flirty because he didn't have a girlfriend anymore. And then we kind of got into like this weird relationship thing that he ended up kissing me like after I had taken him home one day. And but then he got really weird because he was like, um, this particular friend, like they act like something is going on between me and you. Like, is, did you tell her like what happened? I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, no, I didn't say anything, but would it matter if I did? Like, why are you being so weird about it? And so he started to just kind of keep things really secretive and I had honestly no idea why then I just kind of like you know we'd do our thing and he actually like took me to the park for our first date and 
it really sucked because like it was cold like it was still may and like the sprinklers sprayed us and i was always the one that drove and Mm -hmm. but anyway i ended up finding out that um through just all these weird things that were happening like he wouldn't hold my hand in front of anybody like if we were in the car with my friend he'd hold my hand like up behind the seat so nobody could see it but obviously like oh my god obviously that's like a super awkward position to hold somebody's hand so everybody knew something was going on and yeah there's just a lot of things that kind of started to tip me off and so I ended up finding out that he wasn't technically allowed to go on like single dates or he wasn't allowed to just date one person and that was just like something weird with his parents and so Uh I was like so he was like sneaking behind their back and going out with me but then he was like lying to them saying like oh I'm like just gonna go for a drive and he'd come over and see me or oh I'm just gonna do this and so then it ended up coming out that he was doing this behind their back and so they thought I was like the most evil person in the world when I had absolutely no idea (laughs) it's always the girl's fault I know it's always the girl's fault. And I'm like, that's totally not what happened. Like you need to look at your son because he's the (laughs) one that was being manipulative. Do you think that he hid his previous relationship before you from his parents too? From what I understand, I don't think he did. Cause I think then his, he told me about some comments that his parents made about like, his girlfriend and how like they didn't really like her or certain things like that and so but he did mention that her friend always had to come with them on dates or when they'd go anywhere like they couldn't just be alone that's so weird I know it was like the weirdest experience ever like they were total like I don't they were crazy And even when you guys were in classes in school, he also tried to hide you too? Yeah, like, he wouldn't act like anything was going on. And then as soon as, like, we'd get to his house, then he'd be like, okay, like, now I can hold your hand. Or now, like, I can, like, kiss you or things like that. Like, he tried to hide it from everybody. And I bet, like, because, like, you're in high school and you're still young and all that kind of stuff, you're kind of just like... I'll let this happen. I'll let this slide. It's okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, now I look back and I'm like, how stupid are you? Like, (laughs) and then, of course, like, all the stuff that he's doing would make me feel like something was wrong with me. Like, oh, why doesn't he want to, like, tell everybody about, like, us being together? And it's like, no, like, nothing's wrong with you. The whole problem is with him. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I thought the part where you told me about how the way he was holding your hand hella weird, I thought that was so cringe. Oh my gosh, it so is. Like, me and my girlfriend still just, like, laugh about it because we're like, we all knew what was going on. Like, he was holding your hand, but it was, like, up over the seat to try and hide it. Like, oh my god, like, Yeah, I know. The extent this man went through is, that's so funny. Have you um, heard from him ever since or you guys don't talk anymore? 
Yeah, I never heard from him, like, since that point, because then I ended up, like, it was, like, yeah, it was so weird, because then he ended up making me, like, he was, like, in woodshop, and he made me, like, this wooden promise ring thing. <laughs> no, he and did it. <laughs> yes, and... And he was like, I was going to, like, give this to you and ask you to be my girlfriend, but I guess things don't work out. And I'm like, uh, well, duh. So you broke it off with him. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, all I feel like I am to you is just, like, this non-committal, like, make-out crush person that you can, like, just hit up whenever you want. And, like, you hide it from everybody. Like, right. what is going on? And he's like, well, like, I... And so anyway, long story short, I was like, okay, like, we just need to like, stay friends, not really. And I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I think that was a good choice. And that was very classy of you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So when um, you graduated from high school, and you like went into college life, how was like your dating going into college? I bet it was pretty different than high school. Yeah, it's definitely been different for sure. And I always like, cause I'm just, I'm more of an introverted person mm -hmm. and I just like, I'm not very outgoing either. And so then like, that's also why I'm like, oh, I like doing a podcast. Like I don't, you know, I'm able to like be <laughs> right. here with myself and stuff. And, but anyway, my dating life is just like not that exciting. <laughs> I've always said that I go on like maybe one to two dates a year just because like I kind of just keep to myself and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so college definitely hasn't been like the typical experience that you'd think of. Have you um, been on the apps or what do you think about like Tinder and all that stuff? I have a lot of friends that tell me that I should get on dating apps. They're like, you know, you're going to meet a lot of frogs before you find like a really good one on there. But they just scare me too. Cause then sometimes I think about all of the like murders that happen <laughs> through these apps right. and stuff. I'm just like, I don't want to end up like in a bin somewhere. Like it's oh scary. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I definitely understand what you're, yeah, and it's kind of hard to, like, like you just said, like, if you're not, like, as outgoing as a lot of people, you tend to just keep to yourself and kind of just, like, waiting for somebody to come to you type vibes. Yeah, exactly. So most of my dates come from people setting me up with someone else, mm -hmm. and those have definitely been, like, some of the weirdest dates ever, like, and I had someone ask me, they're like, are you sure that like, it's not you? And I'm like, oh, my no, God. it's not me. It's all these people that they're setting me up with. And I just don't feel like lowering my standards so right. that I can like have a relationship. What was the weirdest blind date or something that you've been on that was so weird? Oh, my gosh. There's so <laughs> many. Let me think about like the best one so I got set up with I used to work with this girl and she was like oh like you could go on a date with my brother like you need to like start dating more people and I'm like thanks for making me feel awesome anyway but so I went on out on a date with her brother and he was just really awkward and he like I hate those kind of dates where you're just the person who's talking all the time yep 
And that's totally what it was. I just like was trying to keep the conversation going. I really don't like awkward silences. And- Especially if you're not the person that's outgoing. That's even the hardest part. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I have to like spend all of my mental resources on this date. <laughs> By the end of the day, I'm like so exhausted. But we ended up going like to this because it was in October. And so we went to like this haunted house thing. And I was telling him about how terrified I am of chainsaws. Like that is my biggest fear. And he was like, you realize that they're just leaf blowers. Like, calm down. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm just like, can't you just like play along with it? I know it's not even like a real chainsaw or whatever, but like, that's the whole point of a haunted house. And So anyway, he ended up like we were supposed to go meet up with some of his friends after and then he changed the plans like 20 million times. And he was like, well, let's let's go like out to eat. Let's go get something to eat. And I was like, "Okay, like, that's fine. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I have work the next day, but that's fine. So we go to this place and because it's October, he's like, let's get pumpkin everything. Let's get like (laughs) pumpkin shakes. Let's get pumpkin pancakes. Let's get pumpkin, like, everything. Oh, my God. Okay. And I'm not even a person that likes pumpkin. Like, I'm just like, if that's what you want to do, like, whatever. He just buys all of this pumpkin stuff. And he doesn't even really eat it. And he's (laughs) like, let's, like, share the milkshake and, like, drink out of the same straw. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, okay. Like, whatever but the worst part of this date was that we had our waitress come over and he was literally like flirting with her but she was like hi can I take your order like my name is da 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 and he's like oh like that oh my gosh like I love your name I'm like do you want me to leave like I will leave and you can sit with the waitress that is so shocking I've heard people who like, I've seen it too, where like they go on a date and there's like a girl like either checking them out like at a store or like a waitress or whatever. And they kind of like treat you like as a date, like really good to like impress the other girl. But it's like, in your case, it was just like the other way around. Like turning you off, like the actual date off, just impress the other girl. I'm like, what? I know I was just like is this literally happening (laughs) and then even like when she wasn't around he I'd be sitting there like telling him about my job or telling him about like where I went to school or things like that and then he'd be watching the tv what the heck and so then I'd like look at him and I, I think he could probably tell that I was not happy and he'd be like, yeah. oh, sorry, like, what did you say? And I'm like, you're seriously going to watch TV while we're on a date? <laughs> I'm glad you called him out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was such an interesting date. And then at the end of the night, like, he ended up thinking that, like, he was gonna, like, get a kiss out of it, and I was like, heck heck no, dude, no. (laughs) What was, like, your relationship with the girl that you worked with after that? It was definitely, because she was like, how was it? And I was like, it was, it was, you know, it was good, like, this is what we went and did, and 
because I was like, I don't want to like dishonor brother, but uh, I was like, you know, it, it was fine. And I'm sure he ended up telling her about it because then she like never mentioned like making me go out on a date or anything ever again. Oh my goodness. That's so cringy. And hopefully, like, she even realized, like, oh, my gosh, you were flirting with the waitress and you were watching the TV. Like, you're a horrible, horrible person. And even, like, when he probably told her about the date, he probably saw it in, like, a completely different way than you did. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I'm sure that he did. He was probably like, yeah, she got irritated because, like, I was watching football for, like, five seconds and I was just being friendly to the waitress and... Were there any, like, other dates that were a little bit better than that one ever? (laughs) I honestly, like, I don't think there has been, and that's so sad to say. I'm still waiting for, like, just a really, like, at least a decent level date. Like, that's what I'm waiting for at this point. I mean, you're still very young. We're all very young. We still have our whole lives ahead of us. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, still, still lots of time to like find at least a decent person to date. So that's what I, that's where I'm at right now. So what are like the main qualities that you're looking for in a partner? I, especially from that whole experience with the guy that I told you about before, Mm -hmm. like honesty is number one and I, I want somebody who isn't afraid to show me off and be like, hey, this is my yes. girlfriend or this is this person like and so and loyalty and just like respect and just all of those things that hopefully exist in someone. Yes, I feel like I love how you mentioned like show you off just because your high school one didn't do anything. So I feel like that's so funny that you mentioned that because I feel like when you didn't get something in a previous relationship like that's one of your main goals in your next relationship yeah exactly like it's it's all a learning experience and so yeah everything that I all these bad dates that I've been on I honestly believe they're just setting me up for something like really good eventually yes I believe it and I'm always sending you good vibes man (laughs) thank you thank you I definitely need them especially with the pandemic and everything I'm like yeah the whole dating scene like at least it's not working out for me yeah no I don't think it's working out for anyone I mean like I heard like people are on the apps and stuff like that but it's like not a lot of people can't especially it depends on like where you live but like a lot of people can't go out as much yeah Yeah, just not a lot of like going out and doing anything and a lot of staying home. So definitely not a good year to like try and find a relationship. Yeah, maybe next year. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what we'll keep looking towards. Hopefully like some kind of normalcy and some kind of relationship next year. And when you said that like a decent date, like what do you mean by that? Like what is your like vision for like a your dream date? Well, I think that I just, like, even just to classify as, like, a decent date, I think I just want somebody who can, like, carry on a conversation with me and Mm -hmm. somebody who just, like, I'll actually be able to, like, at the end of the night not totally feel drained and, like, wow, this was, like, actually fun. So (laughs) I don't have my expectations set too high. Right. No, definitely. And I feel like 
I feel like when people go into dates too with like their expectations like super high like I want this and I want that and this is gonna happen and then like it doesn't happen because you barely know who that person is yeah and then you're just like going home so disappointed and you're just like okay well there was no spark so nothing no second date I'm not even I'm just gonna ghost this person yeah exactly so I feel like not having like too high of expectations definitely can be beneficial and I'm always a person too though I'm like if somebody asks for a second date like I'll go on it because you know first dates are always hard anyway so hopefully second dates can like give a little bit more of who the person actually is right did you ever give anyone a second chance after they blew off the first one at all Hmm, let's see have I (laughs) I don't think so because I think it's always just been like mutually we're like okay that was not fun so we'll just like talk to each other never again so have a great life do you ghost them at all or do you tell them like oh this didn't go right or do you tell them what happened or do you just like not speak to them ever again because you said it was mutual yeah luckily I've never had to like because I hate like ghosting people too I'm just one of those people that I'm like I don't want to like be mean but (laughs) um so I've never like had to ghost anybody but I've also never had to have like that awkward conversation of like oh like this just isn't gonna like really work out and it kind of just we both like just stopped texting each other so I guess that's ghosting in a sense but anyway do you watch the bachelorette at all yes are (laughs) are you watching the current season right now yeah and did you watch the one from this week Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Um, What do you think about all the guys basically, like, pulling out, like, deep things about their past on, like, these dates? And then, like, Taisha not saying anything in return. I mean, I get she's the bachelorette and that these are the bachelors. But, like, every single date she goes on, these guys are, like, pouring out some, like, deep things from their like childhood and I'm just like what the heck like this does not happen in real life like this is weird I I know I'm like how are they all so open and everything and then when Taisha doesn't like say anything to them I'm like they probably feel like so rejected right now they're like I just open up my soul to you and then you're like okay that's you know that's cool and also like how are they all like coming like I just I mean obviously it's television and I know that the producers did something but like they literally I feel like they casted all these men and they made sure they all had problematic childhoods and upbringings because it's like one of them went to jail their brother went to jail they were on drugs they were suicidal like all these things and I'm just like what yeah I know it's like all of them have had some kind of backstory that they've opened up about and whether that was like to Claire or it was to Tasha, and I'm just like oh my gosh like they've got just I mean maybe it's the they probably added that in the application they're like please tell us about something like traumatic that happened that's what I was saying I was like there's no way because there's no way that they just like randomly are picking these random situations like they literally pick these men because of their backstory. But I'm just like, the way the date is set up, I mean, I'm sure that's not the whole date, like the dinner portion, like that yeah. they do. But like, 
when they show it on air, it's like so intense. And I'm like, dude, if I was ever on a date like that, like it just kind of looks like a therapy session. Yeah. And oh, I just like, because then it's like, well, they've only known each other for how long? I'm like, isn't that like some like hardcore, like we're in a relationship, let's open up about this stuff. I'm like, I feel so bad for him that if she's like, let's open up. And then he, like, tells her whatever. And she's like, okay, well, actually, I'm going to send you home. And it's like, what? Yeah, I think the worst one was during Claire's season. And um, that one, I don't remember his name, but the one dude that left when Tasha came, he was like, oh, I can't yeah. do it. And their date was like, it, I don't even know what that was. Like, they were screaming and, like, putting things in fires and like opening up some weird like weird and he was like you don't want to know about my past and like all yeah. this like, I was I'm like, just like isn't this like a first date like what's with the intensity and that's what I'm getting this whole season like I've never seen anything like this in the other seasons and I'm just like um what is this like what's happening yeah it's it's like the whole theme of just the season and it's all about like opening up and sharing so it had to have been something in the application process because there's no way no way yeah honestly personally like I don't even like any of the guys I mean I kind of like Dale but he's gone but um yeah I don't like personally I would not date any of these men like there was just like there's not one where I'm just like woohoo or yeah like, where you're just like I'm totally like team this person like go all the way yeah it's just mostly like the way they're filming their dates and like all this stuff and I'm just like dude this is not realistic like nobody yeah. goes on a first date and talks about how I used to be suicidal and I was on drugs and my brother was in jail and like all this stuff. I'm just like, what, 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 what? I I know. I'm like, I'd hope that that wouldn't happen on a first date. Like that's a lot to just all of a sudden be like, okay, like here's all of this stuff from my past. Let's go through it. Like you said, it's like a therapy session. Yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> That's no, so like, crazy. Yeah, I n- never, never in a million years would I be like, hey, let's all talk about this problem that I had in my life. Hopefully the bachelor in January is a little bit better. I was getting like, like a good like 2008 type vibes from like their dresses and the way it was yeah. edited. I was like, ooh, this looks more interesting. Hopefully. Yeah, that's that's totally a good way to describe it. Cause I was like thinking the same thing, but I was like, I don't, I don't know what it is about like this upcoming season. It just like it feels kind of familiar and like yeah. it just the vibe and so yeah. Yeah, it kind of looked like a, a movie type vibes and like their dresses were like 2008 and the way it was edited, it was like so interesting. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. But yeah, hopefully, like this season was a mess. But, like, hopefully next season will be a little bit better. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We're, we're, putting some, we're putting lots of hopes on for 2021. Yes, and, and to your dating life, too. Yes, just lots and lots of hopes. So, like, what is, like, one piece of advice you would give to someone that's, like, kind of like you, like, same type of, like, personality that's, like, to themselves, and they're kind of just, like, waiting for the right guy, waiting for the right time, and, like, how are you coping with, like, this waiting period? 
basically because what I've told myself like I'm honestly like I keep telling myself I'm like you're on this journey for loving yourself because before you can love somebody else you need to love yourself first Mm -hmm. and so I'm like just keep like focusing on like taking care of yourself do things that make you happy because then eventually whenever that time is whether you know like I just end up meeting this person that I really click well with or whatever it is that I'm like then I'll be ready to like accept love from somebody else because I'll be able to give it back to them. So basically my piece of advice is just to, you know, don't doubt your, your self-worth. Know what, like, you know, if you have standards, like that's totally okay. Cause I've had plenty of people tell me they're like, well, I think maybe you have like too high of standards, which like, well, I don't think respect and honesty and loyalty <laughs> right. are, like, too high of standards. It's like but, the bare okay. minimum, literally. Yeah, I'm like, that's not even, like, expecting that much. I just want, like, somebody that's going to, like, love me and I'm going to love them and it's going to be great. Yeah, it's really interesting you say that because I feel like the older you get, too, and, like, the more time that you're single and figuring yourself out, too, like, the more you, like realize this is what I want this is what I'm not going to tolerate versus when like you're younger like maybe high school 18 19 and you're just like I don't know what I want but I'm going to throw myself into this relationship and we'll see what happens and then you just end up getting hurt because you have no idea who you are you have no idea what you want so exactly the you know you just need to all of those experiences are going to compile into, okay, I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And I can like put myself in the right relationship compared to, oh, hey, this guy looks okay. Like, let's go (laughs) ahead and get with him. Let's get with him. Let's see what happens. Exactly. And like, there's, and I feel like a lot of people are just like, not talking about that time where like you are single you are alone and you are figuring out but like at the same time there's like so many benefits to that and it's just gonna in the long run you're more able and more likely to be in a really good long-lasting relationship so I love that you talked about that because I feel like nobody does and I feel like it's it, I think it's just a lot of people who are single and like they just got out of a bad relationship or whatever. I feel like that period when you are single alone and figuring out and like journaling and self-reflecting like yeah. that will be very important. And I know it, like it could be depressing at times, like obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially like in the holidays and you see like r- people in relationships like taking pictures on social media and like all this stuff. Like I get it. Yeah, it totally throws you into like this thing of, oh, I want somebody to like go get hot chocolate with and I want to go build a snowman and <laughs> all of this stuff. But yeah, it's definitely a period of growth and self-reflection that you can just focus on what you need and make yourself better. And then when it's time, it's time and it will be right. Exactly. And then even like when you see those couples like do those things and then they're like, oh, I want somebody. And then you like go on Tinder and then like you match with somebody and then you're in your head, you're expecting them to do all these things with you. And then they're like, they're like, um, actually, I just wanted to hook up. That's awkward. Yeah. And you're like, but wait, I wanted to do all these cute things. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. I, I see so many girls do that. And I'm just like, in what world? 
in a what yeah. world? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just like, hmm. And yeah, I feel like dating apps definitely have that like connotation with them. That it's like, you know, this is just like a, a one-time thing. Let's hook up and like never call each other again. I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for though. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just a matter of like getting to yourself and what you want and it it comes within time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, that's what they all say, you know. <laughs> yeah, just with just like with everything, like nothing comes overnight and everything worth having is sometimes you have to wait for it. I agree. Any um ending thoughts while we end here? Just everybody that like is single right now, like like we said, just enjoy like your singleness because once you get in a relationship, especially like with marriage and other things, like you're never single again, you don't just have like that time to yourself. So just enjoy it and have a good time with it. Go out with friends if you can, like a pandemic makes that a little bit hard right now. And just focus on making yourself happy. I agree. I love it. Great, great advice. Everyone go do that if you're single. So guys, if you want to keep up with Roxy, her podcast Instagram is One Girl's Problems Podcast. And you can, of course, listen to it on all of the platforms. I am so happy you came on the podcast. It's been so fun. I know. I'm so glad that you invited me and I got to do this with you. It's just a great experience. I agree. And thank you everyone else for tuning in. I have so many awesome guests coming up to share their hashtag boyfriend proof story. So stay tuned for that. And if you or someone you know would like to be on the show to share your story, shoot me a DM on Instagram at boyfriend proof podcast. And we will be back soon for another boyfriend proof story. Goodbye.